I had an older client recently tell me that autistics may not even know what quote unquote safe really means. So just saying I'm safe or you're safe may not register. He made the recommendation that I should reframe the conversation to simply avoiding danger. As I'm producing this in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic and the 2021 inauguration of our new administration is happening this week, I'm going to guess that a few of you, my listeners, may be able to relate with this idea of writing high. (laughs) You're still having to semi-function at work, in your families and communities, even though you are writing high. You might equate this idea of riding high with driving a car too fast in lower gear, for example. That's if you've ever driven a manual transmission. And I also like to use the analogy of feeling flooded. So again, using this car analogy, if you just keep trying to start a dead car or a dead battery by pumping in more gas, you're just going to flood the engine. And similarly, sometimes you have to fix something major, but other times you just have to take a deep breath, give it a few minutes, and try it again. So why am I talking about this today? Well, like I said, we all feel this way sometimes, but people on the autism spectrum, uh, they seem to feel this way most of the time. They report feeling like they are in constant hypervigilant mode. Their sensory systems are on fire. They're ready, they're detecting perceived danger so that they can be ready to fight or flee from the offending situation, whatever that might be. Now, to use more neurobiological terms, their systems are in what we call the sympathetic nervous system response. And we would like them to be, we'd like all of us to be, in what's called the parasympathetic response, which helps us relax. You may have heard of Stephen Porges. Um, There's lots of people talking about these different nervous systems. Um, I will try and make sure to have some of those in my show notes from this. So back to that parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system response. So I want you to consider this. The sympathetic nervous system response, or this hypervigilant response, is responsible for such things as shutting down the parts of the brain that are responsible for things like planning, considering options, relating to others, and even unnecessary digestion in the moments of imminent danger. So I'm just curious. You must be, you must know somebody with autism. So doesn't this sound familiar? (laughs) Trouble with planning, considering options, relating to others and having digestion issues. Hmm. So yes, when we're in danger, we need to stay alert and ready for quick action. Our thinking needs to be rigid and specific. There is no room for contemplation in those moments. Hmm. So the parasympathetic nervous system is Responsible for calming our bodies and our systems, bringing digestion back online so we can think and process and consider the world around us. 
All right. If you're a counselor, a teacher, or otherwise knowledgeable about trauma-informed care and teaching, this is going to really sound familiar. All of what I'm saying. So bottom line is we need to start thinking about our autistic, autistic friends and loved ones as riding high, also known as living in a trauma response. So what this will help us do is this will lead us to prioritize their nervous systems being at their best before trying to teach and guide and connect and give them strategies and scripts and etc. All right, now you're probably going, okay, great. How do we do that? So I'm just going to finish this up because really I want you to have the understanding that this is what we need to be targeting for most people to be at their best. So for learning. So I'm going to leave you with some common ways to bring an autistic person's nervous system into that calmer, more regulated zone or that parasympathetic zone. Now, I'm in a list. Let's see. How many do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hmm, eight. I have eight ways that are really common to do this. Okay. They're not necessarily in order except for this first one. The first one is you can't do anything else unless your own system is calm. So common way to bring an autistic person's nervous system back into the parasympathetic zone or the calm or the regulated zone is to calm your own system first. If you are a client or you know my work, this is always where I start. We need to have that as the foundation to be able to guide someone else. All right, so calm your own system. Next, do not add to their flood. Their flood is usually from a sensory perspective. So a lot of information coming in all at once, having maybe some trouble with um, prioritizing what's coming in because their system's in hyperdrive, etc. So the easiest thing to do is don't add to it. For example, use your words judiciously and mindfully. Don't just talk at someone. All right, the next one. Give them space and time alone to regroup. Remember, don't, it's not about you. It's about them and their system needing to kind of reset. The next one, keep expectations that they are completely capable when they are able to attend to their own self-care. And when I say that, I'm not talking about super complicated. So this could be like a two-year-old, but allow keeping your expectations high that they're capable, but their system needs to be calmed first. It's a really different mindset than for you just to consider that they are completely not capable and can never regulate enough to be able to do something. (laughs) So yeah, so keep expectations that they're completely capable as long as they can give attention first to their own self-care. Boy, What autism is teaching us, huh? I mean, isn't that a good message for everybody? (laughs) All right, the next one. I could go off on all of these. So the next one, help them uh, discover and understand their own nervous system responses. Oh, so often we use like five-point scales and things like that where we're telling them to um, just use strategies and assume that they know what, what their responses are. So do the foundational work of helping them recognize and discover their own processing. (laughs) 
And so the next one really is tied to this one. Listen. Just listening brings everyone's systems back into that calm parasympathetic zone. So listen, allow them to feel and be seen by you rather than being dismissed. Next one. Remember that their reaction is neurological. And that's tied to the last one. Do not take their reactions personally. The more that you take their reactions personally, you're actually kind of going back up to that second, well, you know, calm your system and do not add to their flood. By taking these personally, you are neither calm and you're adding to their flood because now they have to worry about you too. Hoy. So do not take their reactions personally. All right. I hope that this has been helpful. This is a really big topic for everyone, like I mentioned right now, (laughs) but really something that I want you to keep coming back to because if a person's system is on hyperdrive, they cannot think and be at their best. They can't learn. They can't do all the things that they want for themselves. They're working against their own neurobiological system. All right. If you want more information, go to my show notes. Um, And you can always look on my website as well. I have some um, tutorials and things like that on video that you can check out. And my book is coming out on June 15th. I would love for you to check it out. It's called Seeing Autism, Connecting Through Understanding. So look for that. Check me out on Facebook, Instagram. I'm not great on Twitter, but I am there. Um, Yeah. All right. Have a great day. Bye.